This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. BFM 89.9, the business station. Welcome to Cruise Control, that car show here on BFM. My name is Rich Bradbury. Uh, as usual, a show in three parts today. And as usual, I'm with my two bestest friends in the entire world, universe, multiverse, whatever. Daniel Fernandez from DSF.my and, of course, Ali Johan. Say hello, fellas. Hello, Richard. And, uh, you know, if I'm really your bestest friend in the whole wide world, when are you going to buy me a cup of tea? Oh, I'll happily buy you a cup of tea whenever you want, my friend. Okay, in about uh, half an hour's time, I mean, the show ends at 8.45, 8.50. Ah. By 9.15, I'll be outside your house. Okay, I'll send it over by Lala Move. Eh? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ali, how are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. Good evening. Good to be here. Good, good, good. Uh, what news have you got for us this week, then? We're going to start with some freebies. Uh, now, with the recent opening of the new Utrajaya MRT line, all public transportation services under Rapid KL... Uh, and that includes MRT, the LRT, the BRT, monorail, and the Rapid KL bus will be free of charge for one month. Yay! The Prime Minister made the announcement at the launch of the new Putrajaya MRT line recently. And uh, now the new line is just in phase one. It started operations last Thursday. Hopefully, free rides means less people using the roads and using more public transport. Um, actually, I don't think so because I actually went on the free ride no, to and fro, just to have a look at it and see what kind of uh, traffic. I took it from PJ and I went all the way down to KLCC. And I, I didn't go at peak hour, I'll be honest. I went about 10 o'clock in the morning. Pretty empty, not many people. But maybe, you know, everyone took it early in the morning. But then early in the morning, everybody's going to work as per normal. So I still saw a lot of cars on the road. So I don't mm. think it's really helping out. Because you know why? There's still a lot of last mile issues. I think what it means is that there's an election coming. Ooh. But I also think, Richard, maybe the government is trying to say, hey, try it out. I mean, giving it you free, try, try. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love the idea of public transportation. I think it's a great idea. Wonderful. And it would eventually lead to less traffic on the road. But like you say, Daniel, it's the last mile stuff that's causing mm. the traffic jams. I mean, and even where I am, I have to walk down to uh, Talawi and then from Talawi, I have to walk somewhere. It's just not easy. And that's a densely populated area, right? Correct, correct, correct. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. I, I, I love the idea. And even if we ha had these scooters that, you know, some people love, some people hate, that would be great. But even those we're not allowed to have on the roads, are we? Or on the pavements or whatever. It frustrates me. So, Ali, what about you? Does it help you? For me, it does. Uh, I live in an area where there are feeder buses coming through and there are about two stations from where I am. Right. Um, and yeah, you know, there is that still time delays by the feeder buses and all of that. And, you know, we have to factor all of this in when we are traveling anywhere. Let's face it, gentlemen, we, we have a weather system that is not good for last mile. That's that's mm. a fact. Mm. You know, even like this morning, it rained like crazy in the morning. Okay. And I'm thinking, you'd to take public transport, I'll be drenched, you know. Yeah. 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 So, you know, but, I, I think I think scooters are the way. Proper scooters, well, you know? Trikes, maybe. Maybe, maybe, yes. Then everybody can ride them and not worry about balancing on them. Exactly, exactly. Ah. We'll have to look into that then. Okay, what else we got? Early this week, we also learned about the SSD exemption for cars that will not be extended beyond the end of June. This uh, comes with some caveats. There will be some late deliveries to cars ordered. And so for those cars, 
you can still enjoy the SST exemption. Just to rewind a bit, uh, put in place back in mid-June in 2020, when the Malaysian government announced a series of economic incentives designed to help uh, our economy recover after COVID-19 lockdowns, right? And one of the measures is this SST exemption on passenger vehicles for locally assembled cars is 100% and for imported cars is about 50% uh, SST discount, right? So, so this week, the Ministry of Finance announced the end of this exemption. But that being said, the government is giving a window of nine months for vehicle registrations that are delayed. Yeah, the delay can't be helped. And just today, I was at a, at a Mercedes-Benz showroom launch. There's a lot of people coming to showrooms, but there's no cars to, to deliver to them. So, you know, they don't earn their money until the car is delivered. So they said like some cars, the promise is in the last quarter of this year, a lot of those backlog delays will come in. But then again... There is no confirmation because there's so many speed bumps along the way for all these car manufacturers. They can't do much. They can't promise much, you know. I think the government is doing this because they're trying to help the car companies to make sure that nobody cancels their bookings. I think that is the main issue, yes. And already the government estimates about 264,000 vehicles are on back order. Yes. Um, yeah, and so just for timeline purposes, that means... If you have reserved your vehicle before the 30th of June, before the end of this month, uh, but you are told that there are delays in delivery by your car manufacturer, you can still enjoy the SST exempted price. As long as once you get the car, you register it before 31st of March, 2023. So there's a reasonable nine-month window yes. to get through uh, this. But beyond this, no more SST exemption for cars. Um, what do you think is going to happen to the car sales, Daniel? I think car sales will continue because why Malaysians still got money. There's still a lot of money floating around, despite what a lot of people say. And I think, you know, the desire to own a car has has grown so powerful that the desire to own a home has just disappeared. Hmm. You know, I think the younger people, they just want to own a car. And with all these new electric cars coming in and we got, you know, stories about, you know, China-made cheap electric cars coming in. I think, you know, it's just going to boom. That's all. It's just going to boom. Even with free rapid KL rides, people still want to buy cars, you think? People still want to own their own car. They want to have their own transport. Mm -hmm. They don't want to get wet and sweaty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is going to be an issue. But, you know, again, good move by the government, but they cannot afford to keep losing this kind of revenue. That's why they're doing it. Interesting. This week... Also, um, Honda Malaysia made a very proactive product recall on certain models, especially their locally assembled models, namely the HRV, the BRV, and both the Honda City sedan and hatchback models that were made in year 2020 onwards. They announced the recall to help inspect and repair some technical faults that might have come up for these models. The numbers are, are here. For example, more than 1,000 units of the Honda City and City hatchback made uh, in the year 2021, will be subject to an inspection of the nut torque on the alternating current generator. So if there's poor terminal contact in this part, it may lead to battery malfunction, leading to an engine halt while driving. Also, maybe you can't even start your car after it stops. Have you heard many reports of this, Daniel? Actually, uh, you know, before this recall came out, I've not heard of this at all. So when the recall came out, I, I, I called some friends in Honda, and I said, you know, mm. I'm surprised you're doing this. He said, no, we had a couple of issues, and we thought instead of it getting escalated and going on social media, we address it, nip it in the butt straight away. And you see, this is a good thing about companies like Honda, because, why, you know, remember this, oh, the, the previous airbag issue? 
yeah, they were the first company to actually take it seriously and do something very, very actively to replace all the airbags. Yes, it took them some time to 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 get it going. But, you know, at that time, to do a, a general recall on all your cars, it takes a lot of time, effort. you got to get the parts in. you got to get the professionals. you got to get manpower, labor. you got to get the centers ready. But they did it, and they were the first to do it in a large way. So i got to say thank you to, to companies like Honda Malaysia who take the, the initiative to make sure that they correct the problem before it gets on social media and it gets a little bit ugly. Mm-hmm. Correct, mm-hmm. correct, correct. And this is a, a, a very uh, useful for owners who are not aware of these things as well. Yeah, you, you will not be aware until it happens because why? It's it's not floating around the news or with social media or anywhere else, you see. Good that they're ahead of it, for sure. Yes, yes. Uh, that was with the Honda City uh, sedan and hatchback. Uh, another case is on some 450 units of the HRV and BRV from 2020, they will be subject to an inspection of the bolt earth grounding tightness and this one is a similar part here where a loose bolt may lead to poor terminal contact again resulting in the same issue engine halting while driving or you can't uh, restart it when it stops you know honda's come out to notify all the owners already by now but uh, if you own any of the honda models the city sedan and city hatchback the hrv the brv check your mailbox uh, you should be getting the details of the recall and of course, if you have received the notification, you can contact any Honda authorized dealer to make an appointment to have your vehicles checked and repaired if required. They will be free of charge, right? Yes, it's free of charge. All recalls are free of charge. Mm. So that's all the news out of the way. Let's do something exciting. Let's have some launches, Ali. This week, a launch, uh, the BMW X5 xDrive 45e M Sport. Uh, this one came out two years ago, but it's getting some new features for the year 2022. So first up, uh, the sports, it's actually a sports activity vehicle, uh, SAV, not an SUV. It comes now with a BMW laser light that offers greater and wider illumination. Uh, previously, they were on bi-LED units, so new lights. Uh, uh, the safety on the X5 M Sport has also been beefed up with active protection. Now it prepares passengers for collision. And the presence of this feature will also add two more side airbags. Uh, so they used to have six airbags, now they are up to eight airbags. New 21-inch alloy wheels. Uh, the price, Daniel? You know, 457000 is the new price. Um, it's gone up a little bit, very small, small amount of money. But what I'm a little bit, mm, you know, I'm, I want to say, you know, what's this new features? It's not really that much to talk about, you know? I mean, you know, some alloy wheels and, you know. New lights. Yeah, you're not really giving us anything that says, wow, you know, this is something which I need to go into the showroom and have a look, you know? So I think this is like BMW seeing that maybe yeah, the X5 sales not so good, huh? <laughs> you know, <laughs> let's spruce it up a little bit and see whether we can get some punters in. But anyway, people love the X5. People with money love the X5. So it might it might just work for in their favor, yes. Right. And another brand that's just upgraded a model is Isuzu. Uh, they've just added some new goodies to their top spec of the pickup truck, the Isuzu D-Max. Right. Now, this is a 3-liter turbo diesel engine pickup truck. The top spec carries the tag X-Terrain. They just released this last year and it already yes. won the pickup truck of the year award. So for the 2022 edition, the D-Max X-Terrain comes with an around view monitor with a 360 degrees bird's eye view and selectable 3D guide. Very useful for big cars like this, right? That's yes. cool. This is this is something you need for pickup trucks because you most of the time you can't see the back. Very cool. Yeah. Right. An LED welcome light. <sighs> What's that? 
<laughs> welcome when, light is like you know when you when you when you when you switch on the car and then you know when you use your key and open up your car the you know the light comes on and it says hello you know uh, maybe when you open the door as well it might shine on the floor and yes, you know, yes that yes, kind of thing that you so. see in the big fancy cars they got up right. the mustang haven't they yes they got it on all the cars now Ah. If someone buys this new X terrain, maybe his friend has got the new X five. So you're gonna say, "Hey, you got this feature? I saw got lah, you know." <laughs> <laughs> and the new version also comes with an added lighted scuff plates. Uh, mm. These are just again cosmetic. Yes. Prices. The prices have stayed. The prices have not gone up, so that's good news for 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 Isuzu. But you know, if I bought this vehicle say a month ago and I see all this, I'll be like, hmm. Yeah. I just missed the boat on this. <laughs> right. Shall we take a break, gentlemen? Yes. Okay. We're going to have a break here on Cruise Control, folks, uh, before we move on to part three. When we do come back, we'll be looking at a used car review. It's the Audi TT 2007 to 2009 model. Now, is that something you might want to buy? Might not? Well, hear all about that when we come back after the break. Stick around. This is Cruise Control, that car show here on BFM 89.9. BFM 89.9, the business station. This is Cruise Control. I'm Rich Bradbury. I'm on the phone with Ali Johan and, of course, Daniel Fernandez from DSF.my. We've been speaking about free rapid KL rides. Get out there, get them, try, see what you like, see what you don't like. No more SST exemption by the end of June. Honda's recall and a couple of launches. We've had the BMW X5 with some minor touch-ups and something new on the Isuzu D-Max X Terrain. It's got a welcome light. It's got a Qi charging thingy. But, of course, now, all about that used car. It's the Audi TT, the 2007 to 2009. Should this be something I consider buying, Daniel? Okay. Now, you've seen the Audi TT. I, I think mm. it's a good-looking vehicle. Uh, yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, there's, there's, there's no uh, debate, gentlemen, mm. well, on the looks I, of the Audi TT? I, I think it had its time. Right. And when it first came out, I was like, ooh, look at that. But I think nowadays it feels a little small, perhaps. Yes, it is small. The first Audi TT had a very beetle-ish look, you know, you know it was yes. very rounded. It basically looked like a squash beetle, you know. And when I'm talking about beetle, I'm talking about Volkswagen beetle. I don't talk about the, the insect. Now, the second generation Audi TT has been around for quite a bit of time. And, you know, when it came out in 2006, 2007, a lot of people were completely drawn to the looks. Because why? It looked a lot like a smaller version of the R8 supercar. And I yes. think this this was one of the best looking cars at its time. At, at the time of launch, there were not many sports cars that could compete in terms of looks. You know, the dynamic features of the car, when you get in the car, you know, a round oval, uh, sorry, oval um, aircon vent, flat bottom steering wheel, proper bucket seats, you know, low slung interior. It was sitting tout and purposeful on the road, you know, but it was very expensive. It, you know, knew the price was past 300,000 ringgit. So when people looked at that price, they said, mm, you know, I might as well get something else. There were other options in the market, uh, mostly European. So it did not sell very well. But after a few years, 
the grey market, the recon car dealers started bringing them in because they were cheaper in Europe and in Japan and they could bring them in and they flooded the market. The prices were about 150, 180, 190, depending on year and model. And you know, with, with Audi, you got S-Line, you got different wheels, you got different interior functions, you got some with upgraded stereo. So this car sold quite well and the price was varied a little bit. Now we have the third generation already in the market. And the third generation is already, you know, around 190 to 200,000 ringgit. So the second generation, which is what we are reviewing today, has really dropped in value. The reason why it's dropped in value is because a lot of people, after a while, you know, a car of this age, any German car or any Japanese car of this age, there'll be a lot of wear and tear. Mm-hmm. Okay, so of course, when the wear and tear starts coming in, it's it's normal, you know, aircon compressor, brake disc, suspension system, uh, alternator, you know, uh, steering rack, whatever it is, it just depends on how you use the vehicle. These things are not cheap. Okay, mm-hmm. they're not very expensive in the Audi, but they're still not cheap. So when you start replacing them, you start thinking, ah, it's getting a bit tiresome. I think I need to change the car. So it's been going into the used car market, like a year, year and a half ago, you didn't see many. Now you see dozens in the market and the prices vary and most of them are with dealers I, I i could only find a handful that were private sale and with dealers because most of them would have been traded in you know right yeah people would have traded in for another car because it's just easier to 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 work the deal in terms of selling it and getting because why at this age 2007 to 2009 you're not going to get a loan it's going to be a cash purchase so a used car dealer can take it in but he's going to sell you another car and and he's, he's making money that way. That's how the business works. So now you have this sports car. It's about 15 years old. It still looks fresh. I, th- I think it still looks fresh. It's sitting yeah. on the platform of a Volkswagen Golf GTI. Okay? Yeah. So the yeah. first generation used the Mark V GTI. This is using the Mark VI GTI. So it's got all the qualities of the Mark VI GTI. It's got the same engine. Only thing different is, of course, the looks and the gearbox. It uses a different gearbox. So... The, the performance is slightly different. In terms of maintenance, you don't need to go to an authorized workshop. You can go to anybody who can fix a Volkswagen Golf GTI, which there are plenty out there right now, and you can get yourself, you know, get your maintenance done on your Audi TT. Now, in terms of getting spares, now, I own a Golf GTI, an old one, and I can tell you spares are not an issue. Pricing, okay, it's not as cheap as some Japanese cars, but it's also not as expensive as a BMW, for example, okay? Mm. So, it's it's... It's reasonable. Um, the car drives well. The car handles well. It's an aluminium body. You know, the interior Audi build quality is superb. So this is where, when you look for a used one, you can really tell the difference between an accident car or a car that has been abused. Because why? Even at this age, you should get a car that the interior is still almost perfect. Yes, you see some scuff marks at the, at the door sills or maybe, you know, at the grab handles. You see some buttons slightly worn because they're commonly used buttons like the aircon vent and the power window and everything else. But generally, you'll have an interior that's still as good as new. You won't have broken air conditioning vents. You will not have cracked grab handles or, you know, mm-hmm. center console that's cracked. All that will still be solid. You'll have a leather-clad seat that looks as good as new. Maybe slightly worn on the driver's side at the corner on the right-hand side because that's where you slip in, slip out. But it should be still very good. A lot of these cars were owned. There's still quite a few single-owner cars, right? I managed to find a few single-owner cars. And they were priced between fifty-eight to 69000 ringgit. When I checked around, I had a couple of friends who actually owned this car before. And when they sold it, now one of them sold it before COVID for just 42000 ringgit. So I said, why did you sell it for so low? 
He said, I advertised it for the longest time and that's the best price I could get. Wow. Another friend sold it just after the first COVID lockdown and he had to sell it because of, you know, business reasons. And he managed to get 55,000 ringgit. Huh. And both were about the same age and about, about the same condition. So what, what is happening okay, is... What, yeah, yeah, what was happening? The prices are going up. Huh. Is it because of demand? I think it's because, you know, there's a little bit of shortage of used cars in the market. Also because a lot of people are starting to buy sports cars right now. And I think maybe, maybe with, you know, these two online unicorns, car classifieds trying to jostle for, for market space mm-hmm. and market, market uh, you know, superiority, they are probably pushing the prices up by paying a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So it's worked to the benefit of the seller, but maybe not to the buyer. Because if I'm looking to buy this car, I'll be thinking, hey, they've sold for so cheap and then now it's about 15,000 more. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Okay, but anyway, today's market is today's market. You know, the price of chicken has gone up. Do you still want to eat chicken? Yeah. So, with the Audi TT, if you're looking at a stock model that came from the factory, you're looking at about 211 horsepower. It's not blindingly fast, but remember, this is a lightweight, sports, coupe, very aerodynamic. So, you'll get very good performance out of it. 350 newton meters of torque, which means that mid-range pulling power will be very, very impressive. Mm. Okay? Now, I remember test driving my friend's one before he sold it. Not to say I wanted to test drive it, but I said, hey, you know, can I just have a go before you sell it? And it was rattle-free. It was squeak-free. He had about 130,000, 140,000 kilometers on it, which is about average. And the car felt just as good as new, you know? Now, with Audis, they come with very, very good paint finish, just like Mm. the interior finish. So if you start seeing ripples or bubbles or little, you know... uh, unusual little markings in the car, you know this car has had an accident and it's been touched up. Mm-hmm. You know? So this is where you start looking out for, you know, the better version of this car in the used car market or just maybe you don't want to buy it, you know? Mm-mm. So if you're going to go out and buy one now then, Daniel, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, let's say you were looking for one, right. second generation one, how much would you expect to pay now? now? If I was really keen on buying one, I'm looking at this. Well, the Mark Six Golf GTI is also around the same price, 55, mm. 56 to about 60, 65,000, depending on mileage and, and the year. And then the funny thing is, the two-litre Volkswagen Beetle is also around the same price. So if you wanted an Audi TT, then you said, oh yeah, the rear seat too small, I can't put my second and third wife in the back. Then maybe <laughs> you need to get the Beetle. <laughs> Ali, if- have you ever considered one of these? No, but I'm looking at the prices of uh, these cars <laughs> from the year 2007-2009 and uh, they don't exceed 80,000 mainly um, and with good mileage also or mainly below 100,000 mileage. Yes. So they're going for really good prices. Mm. If you consider what it was new, right? Yeah, so you know, if you want something bigger, of course you buy the Golf GTI Mark Six. but I think as a sports car, as something to turn heads, I mean, if you arrived in a car like this, they would not think it's something around 60,000 ringgit. They'll probably think, hey, you done well, Richard. You must be earning mm. more than what Daniel says you earn in BFM, you know? <laughs> I mean, I, I like them, but I, I think the more I, I look at them, the more I prefer the newer generation rather than the earlier generations. In, okay. in terms of styling, I think. Well, that's fair because, you know, everyone's got their own taste. I, I actually like the styling of this rather than the new one, but I don't like the first generation styling because it looked too much like a squashed Volkswagen. Ah. Auto. 
So, okay. If you're looking for a second-hand car, take a look at this. Shall we uh, wrap up then for this yes. segment and move, move swiftly along? Ali, are you okay? Yeah, good. All right. Folks, it's time for us to move on. But of course, don't run anywhere. We do have a third part of the show coming right up after these messages where we will be looking at a car review. The Hyundai Ionic 5 Electric here on Cruise Control, BFM 89.9. BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Welcome back to Cruise Control, the car show here on BFM. I'm Rich Bradbury. I'm with Daniel Fernandez from DSF.my and Ali Johan. He's the man with the news and the other stuff. We've been speaking about our free rapid KL rides. Yay. No more SST exemption by the end of June. Boo. Honda recalling their items, uh, some at least anyway. We've had a launch of the BMW X5. That's had some minor touch-ups. And a few little bits and pieces on the Isuzu, Isuzu D-Max X-Terrain. Of course, you just heard the used car review, the Audi TT 2007 to 2009. Now, for a car review. Daniel, over to you. Okay. It's been a month of electric cars only. Yes. Electric cars. So last week, we shared with you the Volvo XC40 Recharge, mm-hmm. which is a full electric Volvo it's the only full electric Volvo right now in the market. Soon, all of them will be electric. Then the following week, we got ourselves the Hyundai Ionic 5. And next mm. week, there's another electric car, but we'll go into that next week. Now, the Hyundai Ionic 5, you see, I'm, I'm, I'm losing my, my, my train of thought. This car is shockingly interesting. <laughs> <laughs> now, not only does it look fantastic, okay? Yeah. I'm, I'm not saying it's, it's a car that, 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 you know, like it's not like um, a design that you know draws people, but it just the way it looks, it attracts a lot of attention because mm-hmm. it looks something so futuristic. The Volvo looks mm, okay, nice, but it looks like a Volvo, you know. And then you know the Mercedes EQA, mm, nice, looks like a Mercedes. And then the Hyundai Kona Electric, mm, nice, looks like a Hyundai, you know. And the Porsche Taycan, yes, looks great. It's a supercar, you know, but it's electric and. Okay, it looks like a Porsche. But this Hyundai Ionic 5, just out there. Yeah. There's you know, something about this. Yes. You know, Richard, if I took away the badges, I don't think yeah. anyone, even even you won't know what it is. You wouldn't you would never be able to guess. No. Yes. No, you wouldn't. Yeah. You might say it's American, you might say it's German, you might say it's British, you might even turn around and say it's, it's something from China, you know? I think what makes it stand out, it, it has this combination of angles and curves. And you're not quite sure which angle it looks best from. You know, there are some mm. cars you look at it and you're like, oh, the front end looks great, the back end looks great. Yes. This has that all round, there's a vibe to it, you know? That's the right word. It's got a vibe to it. And whether it's coming or going, it looks great. Even if it's reversing towards you, the rear looks great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? So when I picked it up, I was, I was waiting for the longest time to get this car. And the reason why it took so long is not because Hyundai in Malaysia was not interested in giving it out. The car was sold out. Wow. You know, when they launched it, it was already, you know, the order books were just was just sizzling along. And then when they did a little preview in one of the shopping malls in KL, it sizzled even more. And now it's sizzling so much, you got to wait till next year for the car. And, you know, with this SST discount and all that, a lot of people are upset because they want to get their car as soon as possible. But it might go right up to the end of next year if you order right now. Or, or maybe they can ramp up production. But from what I found out, 
anywhere you talk about this car, anywhere in the world you talk about this car, it's sold out, sold out, sold out, sold out, sold out. There's not a wow. single market that is having stock of this car. And do you think that's driven by the fact that it is electric, it probably uses a lot more chips than the other stuff, and and therefore, you know, there's a, a, a lack of them available? I think it's more because Hyundai did not expect this car to be so popular. I think Hyundai was saying, okay, we're going to build this electric car, you know, it's going to be fantastic, blah, 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 blah. Will it be, a, you know, fantastic enough to be a global bestseller? Boom, global bestseller. Hey, we didn't expect this, you know? Sleeper, huh? Yes, and I've heard rumors from overseas that this car might actually outsell, in the next one year, outsell Tesla. Oh, Wow. Yeah, I mean that's a major thing, but you know it, it's all up to production and all that. Because if they if they if they go on the current momentum globally, it'll outsell Tesla, and that's even before the new versions of this car come out. When I say new versions, they're going to have a six and a seven and an eight, you know, mm. which are all going to look slightly different. But okay, so back to this car. I picked it up; it was fully charged. the The person in charge gave me a quick run up of the car and. I was lost. For 15 minutes of explanation, I was lost. There was just so much to absorb. <laughs> you know, so much. Normally, you're a simple man. You know, you, you I, like the simple things, right? Yeah, I'm a roti chanai guy, you know. Ah. Don't give me a six-course, you know, Chinese dinner. Lah. You know, just give me a roti chanai and dal, I'll be happy. <laughs> this car was just there's so much to absorb. And I was like, uh, okay, can you show me that again? <laughs> uh, I'll get back to you. So you know what happened after he had showed me everything I was driving and I was saying to myself, listen, I'm just going to drive home and sit down in my garage and, and fiddle around. So mm. I came home. I was sitting in the car for two hours plus. Okay, so it, it must be comfortable then as well. It's comfortable. Of course, I was using a battery power. It's uh. comfortable. And you know, when you, when you start fiddling out with all the functions and playing with this and trying to see, wow, it can do this. Wow, it can do that. Hey, you know, there's this feature on the sound system. Oh, check out the rear speakers. And I was just going on. And then, you know, the front seats, Richard, are like mm. business class cabin seats. Okay, you're getting me all excited here. Yes. And they're <laughs> wide enough for a fatty like me. And they're, and, they're, and they're positioned in such a way for tall people like you. So you were saying you were fiddling around for two hours. It, right. it, it's like having a new phone and you're trying every single little function on it. You are right. It's like having a new smartphone and you're trying to get all the little functions. And, you know, even in that two hours plus, I didn't get everything. I got most of it. Ah. So mm. anyway, so I left the car, went out. Then, you know, of course, my wife comes back from work. My kids come back from wherever they are. And they're all like, wow, what car is this? Is this really the Hyundai? Can we go for a drive? You know, there's always some excitement for new cars, but not... This kind of excitement. So we got in the car, and here's the best part. It was 6.45, 6.30. Traffic was heavy. I said, never mind. Let's go out in traffic. And we drove in traffic to Bukit Bintang. Now, you know, from PJ to Bukit Bintang, it's horrendous during mm. peak hours, right? Mm. Everybody was entertained. Even me being behind the seat. Because why? The sound system is good. The functions are good. The rear seat comfort, you can recline the rear seat. It's powered and you can recline. This this is, of course, the max model. The Hyundai has got three versions from 199000 to 260000 This is the max version, the top version. You can recline the rear seat. Your height, Richard, you can lounge in the rear seat with ample legroom. Oh, you're selling it very well, Daniel. I'm, you're selling, I'm selling it very it, well. I'm selling it and I'm really, I want to sell this car. Uh-huh. And we reached Bukit Bintang, we made a U-turn, we came back in heavy traffic also, 
reached home just before nine nine o'clock, and nobody was complaining. Everyone was just like, "Wow, this guy has got some amazing features. This guy has got the space." And you know, the whole time we were in traffic, which is the best time to gauge the response from the from the general public, we were getting thumbs up. We were getting people pointing. Smartphones were snapping away. Even ride-hailing drivers were removing their phones from the holders and taking pictures. <laughs> Especially in the heart of Bukit Bintang. Because, you know, like cross junctions, you know, you look at this kind of like, what is that? Is that a Hyundai? Is that really a Hyundai badge on it? You know, that kind of thing. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at reviews and I, you know, so many reviews saying it's the world's best electric car so far. Yes, yes. I may sound like someone who's just been paid a lot of money by Hyundai. And I tell yeah, you, no. I was going to say that, yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> you can double check with them and you can double check my measly bank account. The, even the interior quality of the car, there's so much recycled materials. I mean, based on their, their press release, a lot of recycled materials. But when you touch and feel around the car, you start mm. thinking, hey, this is almost like Genesis quality. Genesis is the premium luxury division of the Hyundai Motor Group. So Genesis cars are supposed to be of a different level, you know? But the interior of this car, touch points, you know, like door handles, you know, the, the center armrest, even the steering wheel. You know, the, the center boss of the steering wheel just has four dots on it. There's no Hyundai badge, nothing. Just four dots. What is the, the kind of dash area like you know because i i mean i i've seen a, a couple of images and you know and it right. seems fairly minimal but what's it like is there anything that you feel is missing from the inside okay the only thing one feature which i want them to add in okay is yeah. a it's a, a cowl above the instrument display the the digital rectangular instrument display because the following days when i took it out midday sun eh, uh, you have a little bit of reflection on the screen. Right, you got some glare. You got some glare, right? That's the right word. So that's yeah. what is needed. But apart from that, you know, the seat comfort. And then, you know, the glove box. The glove box is not a glove box. It's a glove drawer. <laughs> so <laughs> the front passenger gets a drawer. And when I say a drawer, it actually opens out straight towards you. If mm -hmm. you're sitting in the driver's seat, there's a huge center console and then you have the passenger seat. And I already told you the, the seats are wide, right? Mm. But the center console, if you lift it up, it's so large, I can actually put in a, a small backpack. So it's got all these fantastic things. And, you know, I got to say, the, the, the quality, the touch and feel points, again, really impressed me. Right down to even the roof lining. Let's go past all that. We know how it looks. We know how it's quality and everything else. So what is it like to drive? Now, this is a $259,000 full electric car. Like all electric cars, it's fast. Zero to 100 is in 5.2 seconds, which is very fast. And you must understand that this is a big car. It's a heavy car. But it's also got a big battery system. So the battery system charges up quite fast. Now they've got various charging wattage, you know? So mm -hmm. you have to depend where you charge, whether you go AC charger or DC charger or where you charge, whether you charge at home or you charge at the dealership. So all this comes into play. But I spent six days with the car, five and a half days with the car. I didn't have to charge it at all. It came fully charged. I drove it around. Yes, I did not go long distance. I did not go on the highway to, to a neighboring state. I drove it in the city and I drove it every day. Okay. And this is what I think is the purpose of an electric car, to use it daily as much as possible without thinking about battery power and everything else. Mm, and then mm. in the weekend, you charge it. And you can charge it at home. Yeah. And you can charge it overnight. So they say, you know, a fast charger will do it in 18 minutes, full charge. 
a slow charger, AC charger, six six hours plus. So even if it's six and a half hours, so what? And 18 minutes with a fast charger means if you go to a rest area or a hotel or, or the dealership, it's not that long if you think about it, okay? At all. So you've got good power. You've got... And, you know, because it's heavy and it's wide and, you know, it's riding on 20-inch wheels and tires. So it's really stable. When you have a full load, I had a, I had five people in the car, five adults. We were cruising around. Whenever you go over speed bumps and everything else, it rides so nicely. Um, it rides almost like a premium European sedan, you know? Yeah. yeah. So you've got all that coming from a Hyundai, you know, this, this is the surprising part. You know, Malaysia, Hyundai has never been the top selling vehicle, okay? Mm. It's never been, it's, it's always been in the top 10, but it's not one of those vehicles. First choice, hey, I want a Hyundai. But with this Ionic 5, I think it's going to be Hyundai's number one selling vehicle in Malaysia once the, the delivery start going faster. And I think pretty soon, Hyundai will be selling as well as some of the Japanese brands. I would not be surprised. Yes, because if they can do this with the first with the first full electric car, I mean the first full Ionic, sorry, I think they've got a lot ahead of them. Ali, you've been very quiet through all of this. Ali's planning to buy one. <laughs> no, but I have been anticipating uh, this review by Daniel because for somebody I know personally to talk about the experience with the Ionic 5, it's looked really good since it first uh, the news about it first came out. And then now it's launched here. I saw it on the road in Tamanton one day. And with the size mm. of it, when you look at it in person. Yeah, it's uh, big, right? Yeah. And, you know, it's a shape of a hatchback, but it's really a sedan-sized car. Um, and, you know, what with all the it being electric and all, I think the design with this car is very bold. They've done away with anything that looks remotely Hyundai. Yes. Um, and takes the car's, um, I guess, um, image to a new level. It looks like it's, it's a continental brand um, when it's not. Hmm. Do you think, you know, just thinking out loud, do you think the styling of this is, is likely to be what Hyundai moves forward with, you know, in, in the future? Yeah. I hope not. It does look bulky. Uh hmm squarish in in a robotic sort of way but i know it's sort of like a you know the future mm. uh, i'm looking forward for them to have probably sleeker lines in the future electric cars and like the taycan for example it doesn't look uh you know so robotic mm. this one looks like a it could you know it could unfold into a mini robot that can help you build a house <laughs> or something a transformer as such <laughs> I can actually see this car being used in the next Transformer movie. Hey, yeah, you know what? Yeah, yeah, I can see it easily being used. And, and you know, the, the thing with this car is, uh, like most electric cars, you know, the turning radius is very tight because it's all electric. Um, but because of the sheer size, it's easy to park, easy to get into shopping mall car parks because of the turning radius being so tight. Mm. You know, and that allows for this car to be enjoyed even further. Because a lot of people say, oh, big cars, difficult to go up shopping malls or difficult to park. But turning radius makes all the difference. My only worry is this. You know, as people start getting more and more accustomed to, you know, owning an electric car and, and buying a Hyundai, and then comes, which is going to happen next week, you'll, you'll be hearing about it soon, the Kia EV6 GT. Okay. Now, that looks even more awesome in pictures. EV6 GT, yeah? Yeah, the Kia EV6 GT. It's going to be launched oh. next week in Malaysia. Oh, okay. We can talk about that next week then. Uh -huh. but that's and the price a... is very close. Oh, 
But that's been a glowing review of the Hyundai Ionic 5. Nice one, Daniel. Thank you very Thank much. You. Thank you. Folks, um, it's pretty much time for us to wrap up for this week's show then. Uh, and if you did miss any part of this show, including that review, go and download the podcast and have a listen back to it at your leisure while you're driving somewhere, perhaps. We recommend you use the BFM app. It's available in the Apple App Store or Google Play. My name is Rich Bradbury. And of course, I've been joined by Ali Johan. Say goodbye, Ali. Good night. Goodbye. And of course, Daniel Fernandez from DSF.my. Say goodnight, Daniel. Good night and drive safe if you're still on the road. We will be back, same time, same place, next week for Cruise Control here on BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.